here. It's dark at five in the morning. And so, therefore, I could not understand why God did those things. But what was going on? I was laid off for about four months from my job. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And that particular moment, I was just—I did not really look for a particular job because I was hoping that the job I had was going to call me back. Uh -huh. But we was in a season where God was just trying to show me some things how to worship Him. Uh -huh. And so in that particular season, I had a particular friend come into my life, and I was showing him some things he was showing me in nature. Uh -huh. I did not realize what I was doing, but how I was mentoring him through the things of the Holy Ghost. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And I had to be off my job in order to do those things, even though he was looking for a job. Uh -huh. Come to find out he went to a film school behind all of that. Okay. Connected to the right people, and this is my friend Cedric Wooder. Amen? Amen. And so, therefore, God was doing those particular things to me. So I was birthing him out through the Spirit of God. For some reason, this is what God decided to do with my life. But if you had not prayed me through, if you had not prayed for me, I may not have been here. And so you never know what God's vision and purpose he puts inside of you to carry out. So we just thank God for that by itself. So now uh, I want to just give you some scripture because I know I'm doing a lot of talking without giving you any Bible. So if you want to, this, this is just reference scriptures uh, because first thing I want to make out is that there's one thing, particular thing I want to talk about is conception and impartation. Uh -huh. That's the first thing we're giving spiritual birth is conception and impartation. Um, and then uh, you can do with Matthew 1 18 through 22. Because you are a seed, you are seed first. That's Matthew 1 18 through 22. Yes. And you are a seed first. And you have to realize that you are valuable. Things that we birthed out, we raised in part, turned against some of us. Because we put him first. And everything you do, we want to thank God for this time, this moment. It's been so good to us. Him. He decided to stay with us. We want to stay with Him. We want to always listen to what He had to say to us. He still was good to us, good for us. We, we, we didn't think he was good to us. He was good for us. And we didn't know who we were. He was still good for us. We realized through that love, he was good to us. He's 
been so good. He's been so good. He's been so good. He's been so good. And he gives me joy. Deep in my soul. Deep in my soul. Deep in my soul, Lord. So he gives me joy. Even when I don't serve Deep in my soul Deep in my soul Hallelujah, it's been so good He woke you up this morning He's been so good He didn't have to He did it in my soul
that is going to capsulate some of that. Um, this message hit me as soon as I, I was trying to study, you know, kind of dozed off, and then I, um, then as soon as I hit the pillow, the message came. Uh, part of what I wanted to say today. And so then I begin to turn over in my mind and my spirit of what I wanted to say or actually heard myself saying. So um, last night um, um, we were at the Book to Firestone Reunion Choir concert. And, um, and so we were there and Jonathan had an ad-lib lead. And so we had a lot of videos. Oh, we got a video of him singing. And so um, I wanted to thank you for. I wanted to, I wanted to be, say thank you to the mothers today for believing in us men and young men uh, to the place where we were. We can be used of oh God for praying us through it. So in a century. Intercession and intercessory um, gift of prayer is so necessary, um, even though the gift that that gift was not discussed when I was growing up in the church. I realized how important it is. So, um, so the Holy Spirit had to. He reminded me of some things that my wife went through as a mother um, in childbirthing, and so. This message is consisted of, of spiritual birth and giving spiritual birth to spiritual things and how us as men can participate the right way. I know they're doing all kinds of stuff now that where these men want to be men but still have children, which is so, you know, out the pocket or controversial to what God is saying. They want to be a blasphemous a blasphemous uh, abomination mm-hmm. to what God wants in his word. Yeah. And so there's a whole philosophy and doctrine, if you will, behind of that mm-hmm. um, to, to cause that to happen. So mm-hmm. um, we need to understand and examine that in our own time. But today I want to talk about some things that I experienced and how I have to pray with me as I Mixed to both because I'm gonna talk to the women and mothers in my life. Then I grab my young sons up in the end of this message. But I can remember some of the things that uh, I had to see and deal and bear uh, when my wife was giving childbirth. And what I recognize is that um, each child was. Anyway, so uh, I wanted to recognize that. That's good. So anyway, I just wanted to recognize that each particular birth was different. Each particular birth had its own uh, set of uh, complications. Mm-hmm. Um, each birth that I experienced, uh, really, I just saw how my wife went through so much mm-hmm. to bear. So I can only think and imagine what I, how I came about and uh, what my mother had to, you know, deal with bringing me forth. You know, I can imagine I wasn't there because I was the one being birthed out, but I wasn't there. But I'm sure my grandmother was there and they were praying um, for me to come forth the right way and, and all healthy and in my right mind. So I can only imagine the pain and struggle. I've seen 
Um, my wife buried three, well, well, I was there to see her bear three kids mm -hmm. and how intensified it was and, you know, taking her to the doctor visits and trying to find the right person to do that, the right uh, OBGYN and just, just hoping that, you know, God was with us when it happened and mm -hmm. my mother was there, um, was able to pray us through. And so we just want to thank God for those particular moments, but it was just a trying time, you know, dealing with what, she, how uh, she, she, she buried these children and what she had to put her body through. And so I can only imagine how the struggle is and how hard it can be. And I feel the Holy Ghost already. But I just, I just was just there and how, you know, she was laying in the hospital bed and how your two older brothers was just so sad because they see the mother this way, you know, versus what um, they saw before when they was coming forth. Mm -hmm. And so the struggle, and I, you know, I couldn't really understand because I'm, the, I'm a man, mm -hmm. you know, so I don't understand physically what it takes place. Yeah. Oh, but how funny how things come around. What funny how things come around. So now uh, I, I begin to get spiritually pregnant over the years, and I realize um, some things are. I, I slept on some things. I, I, I let, let people abort, mm -hmm. you know, visions and dreams I had of mine. But because of the wrong people around you, you can abort the things that God has for you. Amen. 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 And so I thank God that, you know, I was married to my beautiful, lovely wife. I thank God that we bear children in, in the confines of marriage. I thank God that in spite of that, Amen. God still allows you to bear children in spite of that. I thank God that for children, period, I thank God for the mothers who are begging for children and not aborting their children. Amen. Because you don't know what vision you are killing when you do that. Amen. And so it is It is by design that God predestined us to exist in this world for whatever reason he decides to do that. Yeah. And so I'm thankful for those things in spite of what people may say, people may do, because Words can heal, words hurt, yeah. words can cause things to happen yeah. because word is, 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 is the kingdom of God is activated, the word activated kingdom, amen? Yeah. And so therefore, this is why uh, word play is so dangerous when you speak things in a negative manner, in a negative way. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I feel it. So anyway, I just, I just, I just, I just saw so much in just all the, the different doctors and anesthesiologists and, and the nurse anesthetists and the circulating nurse and the and the residential uh, surgeons and the surgeons could see all those different things and I just I just begin to uh, I'm trying to encapsulate what God is saying to me through the Holy Ghost. So what going back to the concert, shift with me, going back to the concert now, uh, uh, there's a particular song that I was pulled to play this morning, but the Holy Ghost had his own way. I was going to play this morning. Uh, my wife loved the song called Sweet Holy Spirit by Bishop Trotter. Now, when the song came on, now, now they were singing really good. It was sounding really good. They, we had world-class musicians playing. Um, we had world-class singers playing. These Some of these singers are recording gospel artists, all right? And so, therefore, uh, we had our, our musicians that are have recorded uh, uh, albums. So, it was very, 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 very um, encouraging, inspiring to see these people come out the school of Bukdu and Firestone, man. But this particular song, the Holy Spirit let me know it came from heaven. Okay, okay. So it came from heaven at a particular time. Bishop Trotter wrote the song called Sweet Holy Spirit. Yeah. Now, I got a glimpse of the Holy Ghost coming. 
stepping into the auditorium when the song went forth. Okay. I don't say I don't. I'm not giving credit to myself, my spiritual ability, the giftings. I just believe that I thank God, but I was sensitive enough to know that God actually wanted to manifest something in the room at that particular time. So we don't know exactly. I, I, I felt the song. I felt the Holy Spirit. I see him go to a particular individual. I didn't look over there after that because I was just trying to be sensitive to what the Spirit of God is doing. Anytime I notice that the Holy Spirit comes into a room and he comes to an area, I want to be sensitive to what he's doing. Amen? Amen. And a lot of times that happens, I don't particularly lay, particularly have a microphone in my hand when I see those particular things. But I think over the years when I was actually functioning like that or seeing things like that, I think God was trying to teach me something even then. I feel like he was trying to show me something like Reggie Washes. I can remember the times when I was sitting uh, in the field uh, in Fairline when we were living on Dominion. I would go and I would worship God through nature. Not worshiping God because of nature, but God was just showing me things through nature. And I had to understand it did not necessarily matter what building you was in. It was the fact that his presence was with you regardless. And so I had to acknowledge God through what he created. On the earth, I have to acknowledge God. Praise God for the grass. And yeah. praise God. Uh -huh. However, she was raised. Mm -hmm. We're praying that they find someone with a similar way of life the way they were raised. Uh -huh. uh, financial knowledge and, uh, and uh, instruction, uh, uh, childbearing, child rearing instructions. Mm -hmm. Those are the things we think they hope. We hope they find women that have similar qualified qualities of maybe their mother. Or, or someone a positive female in their life that made an impact on their life. Mm -hmm. Amen. So we pray that this is the way of our soul. Understanding that there is seed. And anytime you want to birth out something that God gives you, you need to understand you must understand the value of what God is trying to do. Okay. All right. Um, it is not artificial insemination. It is it's in other words, it's nothing that is ungodly being birthed into you. It's, it's the favor of God. We understand that it was the favor of God that God came to Mary and birthed out Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. So when her when so when a woman births out, she had to develop a fetus. She has to develop a fetus um, for where the seed comes from, and because you know, and so when you convey something spiritually, understanding this for men also that you know. It's mentally, physical, and it's a stretching and alignment of the Holy Spirit. Okay. All right, understanding that. Um, you could deal with Samuel 16, 1, uh, 12, and 13. And I'm not going to do that because I don't want to prolong the time. Um, but you have to be called and appointed mm -hmm. uh, when God puts something inside of you for birthing something. Okay. Um, and so you have to be sensitive to listen to God. You have to be ready to listen to the Lord. Amen. And so you have to be ready to give birth, but you have to be worthy to be fit to give birth. So what I mean by that, oh, I feel a shift now. So what happens is that the mother has to go to the doctor to see if she's even fit to even have a baby. Um, it is important that if you're going to be married, you are going to be married, um, that when you want to give birth to a child, you have to take your wife to the doctor to see if she's able to give birth to a child, if she's healthy, healthy enough. Especially if you wait a certain age, you have to make sure her health 
is in place uh -huh. in order to give birth. Uh, so um, the Bible says you, know, you also have to be ready for the Holy Ghost to come into your life. Uh -huh. You have to have understanding. You have to have teaching. You have to have uh, discipleship before the Holy Spirit comes in and want to live within you. Yeah. Um, um, I was raised in the church, so the Holy Spirit, you know, there was a actually the overseer, Samuel Hampton, prayed that I get the Holy Ghost at the age of 13. Uh -huh. I think uh -huh. me and him got the Holy Ghost around the same age uh -huh. at the age of 13. We seen the culture of the Holy Spirit when we go on the first apostolic. So we understand what tongues was. We understand what being baptized in Jesus' name was. We understand identifying the death, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We understand Acts 2.38. We understand all those particular things. Even though we didn't have the Holy Ghost, we was, we was nurtured in the culture of apostolicity, if you will. So we understood what it was, even though we didn't come into our life yet. We knew that it was our... Uh, if you will, prophetic destiny to yeah. get born again, baptized in his name, and filled with his spirit. Uh -huh. Alright? We understood that. Yeah. So understanding that process, we realized that we were giving birth to things. Even though at teenage, at her teenage I think, I don't know how old Mary was, she, what she was birthing out was something, you know, incredible. Uh -huh. Something that was uh, highly impossible. To him, her, and Joseph had to go through uh, so many different ridicule and tests and trials. So, see, really the true sign that we realize the Holy Spirit was with us is all the tests and trials we go through with the Holy Spirit living inside of us. Uh -huh. uh, we learn what the Holy Spirit won't do. We understand what the Holy Spirit will do. Uh -huh. uh, we understand we have to line up with his will in order to see that the Holy Spirit will manifest in our life. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. We understand that if we did not fork out the will of God, that the Holy Spirit was not going to force it to be to serve him. Uh -huh. All right? So we understood those particular things. So understanding that, you realize that you have to how to nurture a seed. Mm -hmm. When women are pregnant with children, they have to eat certain vegetables. They have to eat the right things. Yeah. Uh, there's, 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 there's medicines they have to take in order for you to grow. Yeah. So this is why you know the devil abortion is of, of the abortion is of the devil uh -huh. because basically you need to understand that the fact that they want to say this is not a child. Uh -huh. But at the same time, they give you medicines for that seed to develop. Uh -huh. So this is what the word of God does to the Holy, through the Holy Spirit. Uh -huh. It nurtures the seeds that are within us. Yeah. Now, manifesting those things is like the nine gifts of the Spirit or the nine fruits of the Spirit. Uh -huh. And so these are the true signs that the Holy Spirit lives inside you. Yes. It's just like when a baby kicks in your womb. You feel the arms and the legs kick in the woman's stomach. You realize that as a child is there. Yeah. Amen. So this Amen. is the same thing that the Holy Spirit does when you are spiritually endowed with his spirit. Amen. Amen. And so therefore you need to understand that it's very important that you allow God to manifest things into you. So sometimes, Jonathan, in praise and worship, God may give someone in the audience a vision or a dream. Nah. Hallelujah. But you must you have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit because then God can bless the people through your ministry. Amen. And so sometimes when that happens in worship, uh, this is what happens. You may be a conduit of someone getting a call from heaven. Uh -huh. Sometimes it don't necessarily come through the message. Sometimes it doesn't necessarily come through instruction or progressive revelation. Sometimes it's a moment of worship that God speaks to that particular first person who never heard God speak before. Yes, yes. This is why it's important that you keep your gift pure because God wants to speak to people through 
you. They may not necessarily even like worship, but they feel a phenomenon happening while worshiping is going on. Hallelujah. So therefore, it's important that the Holy Ghost lives inside of you so you can say the Holy Spirit through them through song. This is why important we have, we have to get trained and learn understanding prophetic flow because what's happening in worship is God is giving birth to the vision of that particular person who's posturing himself for God to speak to them. Yeah, all right, all right. All right? All right. So, the, so the Bible tells us not what, don't, don't be so concerned what you hear is how you hear. And so therefore, when we were going to school, me and your, particular, your mother was going to a particular class about homiletics. We was learning how the different ways to deliver message. But they never told us that everybody hears things on different levels. Uh-huh. All right. And we only hear things from our, our surroundings, how we were raised, uh-huh. our way of life. Uh-huh. We don't necessarily hear how God tells it to us. Uh-huh. This is why it's important that we convey ourselves in a certain way as a praise and worship leader, preacher, to whoever's, whoever is uh, has a microphone or presenting Christ to people. Uh-huh. This is why we have to keep our gifts pure because what's happening is birth is happening we don't even know it. Uh-huh. You're not going to know that. All you know is that you need to be obedient to the spirit for God to do you in such a way. Uh-huh. Alright, so this is what happens. So what I want to say here also is that in fact you have to understand those particular things in order for God to use you in a mighty way. Uh-huh. Now, you may never see the benefits of the seeds that you planted as God gives you. Uh-huh. We don't know what's going to happen. To you. We know, we pray that God does exploits in your life, but we pray that you continue to be obedient to what God says to you. Uh-huh. Now, it's, sometimes you may think that it's us telling you, but it's really us telling you what God wants you to do. Uh-huh. Because we are spiritual parents. Uh-huh. Every parent is not saved. You always talk about atheism. You always talk about these different things. What could happen? Well, there are people that are raising themselves in a form of atheistic mindset or standpoint. There is a demonic destiny as well as a prophetic spiritual destiny as well. So now you going to you guys going to see the war of that coming to fruition in your time and age yes. if God doesn't come first. So this is why we're trying to equip you at an early age. Josiah was the king at the age of fifteen. Therefore, he tore down the temple and rebuilt, rebuilt, rebuilt the temple because God put it in his divine destiny to do so. Mm-hmm. Jesus was ordained to save the whole entire world by sacrificing his whole life. Uh-huh. At the age of 33, but he was in the temple at the age of what? 12. Uh-huh. So this is why we cannot wait till you are a certain age for you to get certain things from the Lord. So we're putting this, this into you now at a critical age, at the age of, at the age of 15, 12, uh, 14, or 13, whatever age you're going to be this month. Anyway, so, <laughs> so what I was trying to say is that um, it's important that you receive the impartations now because we don't know what tomorrow holds. Amen. So we take this seriously. So when you rise up and you are the birthing, you're the seed being manifested in the earth from us. It breaks our hearts when you don't want to fulfill what God has for you through our eyes. Because it's a testimony to us when you walk in while God's divine purpose for your life. Amen. Amen. It is. And it breaks our hearts when you don't decide to do that. And 
so we pray you get in the right path when you go want to go a whole other way. Uh-huh. Now there are sets, there are traps and sets, uh, uh, snares, waiting to pull you different ways. Amen. We can't live your life for you. We can only pray for you that you walk out those particular things that God has for you. Amen. All right. Amen. So we pray that whatever you decide to do is ungodly, be so uncomfortable. Amen. <laughs> we pray you have no peace, Amen. no happiness, no joy in the things of the devil. Yes, we don't. We don't want you to be peaceful at all. Amen. We want you to find safety in Jesus. So, because we hold you close, we hold you close to our hearts. Amen. We hold you close to our spirits. Now, I want to say something. It is very paramount understanding that I was a mama's boy. Amen. What I mean by that is that I had a father in the house. But I believe that it was something about the things I learned I realized. I, I was in church learning what God says. Uh -huh. But at home, there are certain things that wasn't godly coming from the, the, my stepfather. So Amen. I recognize the contrast of that. Uh -huh. So I cling to my mother, who was who the one who led me and took me to church. Amen. So that made me a mama's boy. The reason I got saved because Bishop Smith played the old 1970 movie called The Rapture. Yeah. And so therefore, I seen what happens in the rapture. Uh -huh. And so therefore, I knew my mother. She was the only real saved person that I knew in my, in my life at that point. Uh -huh. I didn't know about nobody else being saved. I knew my mother being saved, so I thought she was going to get caught up in the rapture. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to be left out here and, and, and go to hell when my mother went to heaven. And that was like that with you. Mm -hmm. So I did not want that to happen. So I wanted God to save my soul. Amen. So therefore, in a Bible study, in a house setting like this, on a Friday night, I got the Holy Ghost. Amen. <laughs> yes, you did. So I got the Holy Ghost, but it was just through her culture, her, her nurturing the spirit of God, in my life, I received this. Amen. All right? Amen. And so, therefore, I was happy that God saved. I, don't, I think I was, th I was 13, but they would go to Bible study every Friday night. Mm -hmm. And it was like a small house church, if you will. Amen. So, this is what happened. So, therefore, I received the Holy Ghost that way. Yes. So, you can receive the Holy Ghost anytime you open your heart. Amen. Yes. Yes. And that's a seed being planted. So it's important that you understand, don't abort the dreams and visions that God has given you, Amen. especially if it's from God. And so there's a, I can get to get into that later. You don't want God to, you don't want to abort those particular dreams uh, because you only have one life to live. And so therefore, it's important that you do nurture and develop available things as quickly and early as possible. Uh, it may seem impossible for you, uh, but you know, people are hearing different things that are, uh, they're, they're getting the right nurturing. They're getting the right uh, 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 endowment. Mm -hmm. So you have to find people that will speak to your baby, or speak to your vision, mm -hmm. and, and want to see. Now, it's only, only really going to say you only have one best friend in your lifetime that's going to be there no matter what. Yeah. Um, aside, you know, hopefully that's your life partner, which is your wife. Um, mm -hmm. But also outside of that, before that, God still wants to, someone who's going to be a friend that also is going to get married and have it, but they still are there for you. 
Okay? Amen. Um, you have to avoid miscarriages in your spiritual uh, dreams and visions God gives you. So avoid uh, things that causes you to uh, not abort, but causes things to fail in your life. So you have to stay away from uh, uh, the devil. <laughs> the devil wants you to have miscarriages. You have to stay away from the devil and stay away from um, people that keep you out of God's timing. Uh, and so you have to realize you have a vision, a path that you want to go to. So therefore, you have, you, so in other words, the women or mothers have to stay away from uh, different sicknesses and illnesses that will cause the baby inside them to be ill. Um, so this is why they have uh, things like ultrasounds and things like that that will look at, that will give a viewpoint of how the child is growing. Uh, we we was able to hear the heartbeat to know that you were alive in there. So we was able to see those different things and know that you were there. So uh, hopefully the Holy you be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You can hear the heartbeat of your dream beating inside of you. That. Anyway, so um, you know, you have to understand that God's timing is perfect. It took nine for some reason. God decided for nine months for a baby to be developed. Mm -hmm. He could have developed a baby in one month, mm -hmm. <laughs> but He decided nine months was the time. Uh, I didn't study prophetically what nine means, but anyway, nine months is the time that He He uh, particularly um, um, causing birth to be given. So this is for makes you fully develop, and um, you come out crying, and then they and then they cut the cord, and they, you know you're you're off on your own after that kid. No, um, <laughs> I wish. and so therefore, um, after you have as you have lived nine months in a life in uh, your mother's womb, then therefore you know there's transition. So now you, you learn about this whole new world, this whole new, new dynamic culture called uh, this earth that God has created. And so therefore you understand those particular things that God necessarily uh, wants you to understand and articulate and learn from. And so therefore this is why you have shaper motors and builders um, in your life because you need guidelines of how to cultivate your vision. How to call. Now you have to be mature enough to listen to the vision that is inside of you. Yes. This is why God has to choose you as a particular time and place to shape and mold you as a person, maturity to to uh, cultivate the vision. Because mm -hmm. you have to make a decision. No one else can do it for you. Because people around you, they ain't gonna believe you. Yeah. Because you need something so so much more beyond you and incredible that it's only gonna take God to nurture you. So you have to get like-minded people around you to, to cultivate the vision that God has given you. Amen. Because sometimes you leave it down to yourself. And this is why, you know, it's good, it's important to have good parenting and good people or good mentoring or good uh, father, spiritual father, spiritual mother around you to, to for you to have confidence. Yes. I believe a lot of the, my slow self-esteem confidence held me back from a lot of different things when it was really time for me to walk in those things. So this is why I pray and said it's so hard to make sure it's the right way, the right thing to do. Yeah. And God's already told you that while you're still praying about this. Mm -hmm. Even now, sometimes I'm like, Lord, are you sure? Are you sure? And God's like, why are you doing this to me? You know, I'm just saying, you know, paraphrasing. But it's like I already know what God is saying uh, on certain things. And I just have to be obedient. Mm -hmm. 
But you can't let fear and distraction keep you away from what God is trying to tell you to do. Amen. 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 And so you must uh, understand that the enemy wants you to quit. You have to understand um, you can't give him the satisfaction. Uh, I'm going to finish this and maybe next week is a lot here. And I know our time is getting short. Um, and I know when it's time to quit. You're being sensitive knowing when it's time to quit. Um, when, the, when the oil is not pouring any longer. But I want you to understand that, you know, I can only preach that from a certain standpoint because I've been there. And you'll understand that when you have your first child, what I mean. I know, I know this is like my years ahead of time, but I just want to preach this perfectly to you to understand that God's going to impregnate you with some supernatural spiritual things to bring to manifest in this world. Amen. Um, you may be an entrepreneur. You may be a uh, whatever God's calling you to do. Calling you to do. Um, you you need to understand that it's necessary to give birth to those things and not to be afraid to be experimental and when God gives you something to cultivate a birth out. Amen? Amen. Just like I'm birthing out this church, um, I went to see an accountant. And so therefore, to get things in order, um, God wants you to be wise steward of your body, mind, body, soul, and spirit. He wants you to be a wise steward over um, everything he gives you. So there's wisdom. Mm -hmm. And it usually comes from experience from people that have already done it. Mm -hmm. And so, so therefore, you need to understand that. And so, so we're going to pray. We're going to pray, and we're going to ask God to just move on your lives and, that, and help and heal, uh, use you the things you need to, uh, for the tools you need. Um, but put your hands together for your mother. Love you, Mom. And your grandparents. And all the women in your all the women in your lives that have made an impact that loves you for you. You know, it's a whole other it's a whole other we're gonna do that Bible study about the women that don't love you for you, love you for the things you have. <laughs> so, um, so we'll just pray. Um, we don't have any. Oh, we do have announcements. I think I've told my mother before, but we are moving. We are moving um, to First Apostolic Faith Church. Um, I'm getting ordained on June 8th. Um, and I affirmed as a pastor. Reordained. It's a public ordination. For some reason, they want to get to you. Uh, Canon Bishop wants to do a public ordination. It's going to be at the end of the ATD conference. Mm -hmm. It's coming up in June. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be June 8th. I think that's, I think that's a Saturday. Um, so we're making arrangements for that. So this is going to happen. It was supposed to happen a lot. A lot. After the conference. <laughs> time after. <laughs> but they decided to do it. <laughs> Bless you, bless you, bless you. God bless you. Um, they decided to do this on June 8th. Mm -hmm. um, so, 
And so therefore, I, I, I was talking to the churches. Uh, and so, I, you know, I've been looking for that type of uh, help and fellowship for a long time. And so therefore, I um, found a temporary home out of this particular setting into First Apostolic Faith Church. And we'll be having services on Saturdays, mm -hmm. Saturday mornings. And um, I realize there's the complications there right now to be there. Um, but I'm doing this just because we want to be more outreach driven on Sundays and to go to nursing homes and hospitals and community things on Sundays, whatever God, whatever doors got open on those particular days. And so, therefore, we're going to have services on Saturdays um, to do that. Um, that's the, one of the visions, one of the manifestations of the visions that we have at Pure House. I even debated to call it Pure House Outreach Ministries. Um, but um, this is the outreach arm of the particular ministry, you know. And we, you know, this is, I don't know if, how long this is going to be, but you know, until we find a building. I want to really own the building versus renting out a building because therefore, you know, I don't want to be dependent on people to negate what kind of rent I can afford as far as a particular church. Uh, I want to be able to own something of my own and not be worried about who comes, who doesn't come um, because the enemy has people so flighty of where they want to go worship. And, and people have free choice, and we you know we're not, we're not putting restraints on people uh, concerning membership is concerned. Mm -hmm. uh, we just want you to go to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we want you to go to heaven. So, mm -hmm. so it's more important that you come to my church or not. Mm -hmm. um, so this is why we're doing this. But we thank God that over St. Hampton has allowed us to do that. I think they're waiting for me to see um, what I was going to do. Um, behind me, I had a dollar percent on every division, yeah. every vision that God's given me. So um, I believe we're going to have a good time. I believe that people are going to come yeah. for every reason. People are going to go see what I'm doing. Because yeah. <laughs> a non-believer is going to see what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have the core people that believes in the vision, but what's going on in my mouth is holy and sacred and pure. Yeah. So there's a three different people that's going to be coming to see what I do. Yeah. And so. Um, so we just give God praise for that. Amen. Amen. So this is happening Amen. very quickly. Um, we'll be looking into doing, we're going to be doing a fundraiser. Um, we're going to have Jonathan um, featured at his fundraiser. And this is to raise money for the church, uh -huh. particularly. Um, I am working on giving my 501. C3 as well, um, but I want to let you know that we're you know, we're going to raise money. We're looking for musical guests to have some type of concert of some sort, mm -hmm. and even looking to have maybe a block party, you know, out here somewhere, mm -hmm. one of these streets where we can um, have. But we want to integrate the uh, international mm -hmm. um, cultures around us on this yeah. particular area, mm -hmm. um, and provide some food for us. So it's a vision. That's unfolding. Mm -hmm. um, I was telling you what's in my heart and mind to do mm -hmm. um, within the summer before it gets cold, before fall really hit. Mm -hmm. 
hopefully we have some better days next month. Mm -hmm. um, but we're looking to do those particular things as well, um, just to let you know, okay. give you a heads up. Anything you want to say before we dismiss? Nothing. All right. What are you doing? Let us pray. Jeremiah, you come out here. Come on to pray.